if anyone hears any fireworks, that's just my neighbors just celebrating the fact that it's Wednesday. <laughs> it's it is like literally before I signed on, you just hear like <laughs> just just randomly setting off fireworks because every day, cause every you know day what? of life is a celebration these days, Mike. Yeah, hell yeah, man. Fucking hell. Hell yeah, man. One one day, one step ahead of that virus. I don't care whether it's this one or the next future cyborg one. I'm well, very excited. We're all going outside and we're shooting guns into the air once Max escapes the South. Mm-hmm. Es- escape from New York slash Tennessee. Yeah, <laughs> nice. Escape from Nashville. Escape from I don't give a fuck about your governor or your Jesus. <laughs> <laughs> Hey, and welcome to Hold My Popcorn, the most dependable movie review podcast that has a new episode every single week mm-hmm. without any interruptions <laughs> ever. Mm-hmm. I'm Max Healy in Nashville. Over in Charlestown, we got Tim Begin. How are you, sir? Chewing, Max. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Tim chewing. decided to take a bite of his sandwich right as I started the show. <laughs> Reliable. Well, I finished two sandwiches in, in our uh, interlude, so... Mm. That's that good. Impressive. That's impressive. I'm good, Max. You know, I'm good. The Red Sox beat the Yankees last night, so um, mm-hmm. I'm sure my, you know, my inevitable um, depression um, and death will be saved off for another day. Yeah. Tim has sent a text saying, like, they're just T-minus three hours until the Timster just <laughs> walks into the ocean with a bunch of rocks in his pockets. <laughs> yep. <laughs> That's that's how I always know the Red Sox are playing. <laughs> Tim is always just sending out these messages to the group. He's always just killing like, himself. Hey gang, nice knowing you all. I'm gonna I'm gonna murder myself soon. Murder it's like, suicide. Oh, the Red, Red Sox are starting at seven thirty. Okay. <laughs> well, we were we were gonna record last night, except it was like, well, we'll record, but I'm gonna have to game on. Oh, yeah. All right. Yeah, I was we'll like, oh, we can. We'll move it a day. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and then we were gonna record on Monday, but the Patriots were on late, so that's originally uh, uh, sometimes co-host uh, Bill Dooley was gonna come on, but uh, we just had to continually push it back, and he's completely sleep deprived <laughs> from watching this movie because he hates horror movies. So Bill had to opt out. So we're down this one, but we gained two. As a horror movie. God damn mm-hmm. it. Anyway, well, that voice that's John Amshack over in Baltimore. Baltimore, John, how are you? I'm good. I just noticed that there's a, that where the, the hand streaks are on the wall outside in the bunker where the, the human sh- bucket of shit was. So that was great. Looking out the window the other day. How are you, Max? That's a real hard story. Jesus Christ. Better than that. Yeah. <laughs> You'll love the place when you come visit one day. Trust me. Exposed brick, smeared shit on the walls outside. Come to yeah. Baltimore. <laughs> <laughs> exposed brick, exposed shit. <laughs> Everything's fine, exposed. exposed corrupt government. Everything's exposed yeah. here. It's great. The, the, yeah, it's it's, it's uh-huh. something else, but mm. cool. Well, then we're also welcoming back our resident lawyer, Mike Preble, or or Pike Pike Mrebel, excuse me. Yes, of course. That's me, Pike Mrebel. <laughs> As always. Hello, Max. Hello. I'm well. The Red Sox won. I was very pleased about that. Indeed. Um, and now I'm here watching a horror movie. One of the better ones, but uh, I also am not a big fan of horror movies. I I usually don't. Fortunately, I didn't have to pay for this, mm-hmm. which was usually always my, my excuse to not watch horror movies. Like, why would I pay money to feel emotions I never want to feel? Like, fear, loathing, like, concern. I was like, why would I do that? You could have just but stopped with emotions. Yeah, exactly. Just cut them all out. Get them done. But uh, but it's lovely to be here. And uh, again, if anybody, and I told this to everybody else, but if you hear any popping sounds, no, that's not gunfire. That's just my 
bad, you know, my batshit crazy neighbors shooting off fireworks right right outside my cardboard box. So, uh, <laughs> it's just, just a deleted be, scene just, from The Departed. Yeah, someone's be being murdered. Yeah. <laughs> well, with that, we're done with our extended sweaty September, where we covered two movies in a five week month. So, <laughs> with October <laughs> upon us, we're gonna be diving back into some spooky ooky movies. And first up is the 1984 classic, A Nightmare on Elm Street, directed by Wes Craven. What a good name for a horror movie director, Wes Craven. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Agreed. He brings it home, too. He brings it home. Except when, usually his blood is better. His blood was a little bit um, lackluster in this film. Mm. I, I gotta Changed be, I, color too many times. I gotta be honest, I don't think he brings it home. I truly don't. Because <laughs> you want to know what? Freddy Krueger is not a great horror movie character. Those knives Whoa, in his hands. Up top, Tim. Bam! Those knives in his hands—they're not doing shit, dude. You know, like you—no, you're just breaking your. You're gonna try and stab someone with a knife on your finger. You're gonna break your finger. That's not like gonna stab anybody. Yeah, why isn't he thinking about that? Yeah, you're just gonna go like no. this. Your finger's gonna bend backwards. Cut scene to you being in the emergency room, Freddy Krueger in the emergency room, being like, "Yeah, I know, I did it again." <laughs> yes, I know. You told me last time that it would pop out again. Owie. <laughs> Damn it, Mavis. I already heard this once. I'm not hearing it again. Just put it back. Pop the thing back in. I have some children to murder. <laughs> that being that being said, though, I in a weird way, without shitting this movie, because I actually like this movie very much. I actually do think it is scary. It's very good. But yeah, like Freddy Krueger himself is not very scary. The scariest thing is just the premise. It's like if you fall asleep, you may die. Like that's the scariest thing about it. Yeah. If he wasn't even a part of it, it was, just, if it was just like, Oh, there's some mysterious force and you fall asleep, you may die. Like I'd be like, Oh, that's scary. Like him just having a weird glove with stupid looking, you know, knives on it. I'm like, yeah, this is, yeah, it's spooky, I guess. But he's also wearing a fucking fedora <laughs> the entire time. Oh, so Jesus Christ. Give me a break. But he was a game changer though. He was a game changer. I mean, yeah. so, None of us are going to say that there was what didn't have a huge impact on horror throughout the ages, but it doesn't mean that it's not a piece of shit for us now. That's the thing. <laughs> That's what I go for. For me now, considering how fucked up I am watching this. I mean, I got like a list of like 15 movies like that I've watched in like the past like two weeks. Of just horror sheer like eyeballs getting gouged out like, you know. <laughs> Dick's docking, horrible things. <laughs> yeah, you're not a good. Oh uh, yeah, the like, docking. Yeah, that I've been wanting, wanting to watch <laughs> that one. Yeah, the first yeah. movie, the first movie you suggested on the podcast had a guy with a with a fucking <laughs> razor <dick>. cock. <laughs> oh yeah, razor cock. Razor yes, cock. yeah, razor cock. So like that. That's right, right up my alley. That's my kind of speed. Um, I like things where everything falls apart and sheer chaos and society doesn't exist. And it's just really, but let's just be honest. Um, I mean, like, but, yeah, you might die if you fall asleep with John and I's cholesterol levels. That's just a, that happened. <laughs> that's a fear we have on a daily basis. Seriously. We, we aren't allowed on roller coasters. Our heart just would yeah. stop. We're pumping crude oil. <laughs> the blood pressure can't get that high. It's just, oh, literally. This is like when Tim or when they, whenever they see those commercials for like AFib or anything, I was like, this must be like the same thing for you guys, right? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah, yeah. This movie is that. <laughs> but no, he's a diseased alley cat that haunts your dreams. I mean, that's exactly what the claws are. You know, they they came from a cat because clearly yeah. Wes Craven got attacked as a child. So like he had to bring that shit onto the screen. He did admit to that. Um, and yeah, the fedora hat. I mean, oh, is that, is that it exactly It is like a, he did happened? use the, no, he did use the claws based after his cat. He used to claw him. 
Stop. Like, eh. Sounds like mine. It's cat claws. Yeah. I do like the opening scene. You got to be careful when he does that crazy run, though. That that was scary yeah. to me. Yes. Anyway, yeah, let's just skip. Let, the, yeah, go ahead. With the big sausage, yeah. he looked like one of the things in front of a used yes, car lot. That being said, though, I did like that. I did. I, I liked the too. whole beginning. I think it's it's great because it's very much like a dream. It makes absolutely no sense. And you wake up and you're like, what the fuck? A guy with 10 foot long arms that couldn't you like he could barely move. That was mm-hmm. weird. So I like it. Absolutely. All right. Let's just get into it, though. So the movie opens up with a montage of Freddie assembling his glove. And then we cut, pun intended, to high schooler Tina slowly running down this creepy hallway and straight into a boiler room where out of nowhere... Freddy pops up from behind her and slashes at her nightgown right before she wakes up. But thankfully, it was only a dream. Or was it? And there was a sheep in there somewhere. And I still don't know why. I never will. I don't know why there was a sheep. Counting sheep when you're sleeping. Oh. Oh, so you're using your noggin. And then sheep also. You weren't just blackout drunk watching this. Okay. Yeah. Okay. It was good. Okay. I see it. It was good. I liked I'm it. I'm starting to see the artwork here. I like that. I like the big arms. I like the running. I like the fact that you see like the outline of Freddy, but you never actually like see his face yet. Mm-hmm. It's like, yeah. okay, it's like a tease. I like it. And I was like, oh, this is good. That little monkey run does, he does, is great too. The one like the monkey, <laughs> like the run, you know, like the guy from uh, Bloodsport, like the the guy who like hops around on all floors. It was <laughs> <Yes>. like that. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Once again, former president Donald Trump's favorite, favorite movie. movie. <laughs> Yeah. To be fair, I think that's the one thing that DT and I share in common that we both really love Bloodsport. <laughs> it's like that our, our greatest. If we ever met in real life, or, and I hope I never meet him, that. But if I did, I'd be like, well, what, how about Bloodsport, huh? Uh, nothing's film. like a well done steak with ketchup, but it's like like Bloodsport. <laughs> with an edited version of Bloodsport, the fast forward through all the talking, only have all the fighting scenes. Yeah, perfect. Love it. Uh, also, I like in this movie, though, that Tina is like the, you think that she's going to be the final girl because she's like the star of the movie for the first like 15 to 20 minutes yep. of this like 90 minute movie. Mm-hmm. I like and it. she just, I do. Yeah, she gets murked. No, she's about to get murked <laughs> right now. So fast forward to the sleepover. The next night where Tina um, invites her best friend Nancy and Nancy's boyfriend Glenn over, um, as well as her 35 year old greaser boyfriend Rod, who shows up unannounced. Dude, oh, Jesus! Christ. Oh my God! Yeah, the future—the future serial rapist. If Freddie hadn't have like taken him out, yeah, seriously. Do we do we give Freddie any credit for you know? Yeah, he's murdered a bunch of people, but he also like saved some murders potentially and some terrible crimes being committed by killing that goofy greaser guy <laughs> who has like the classic like. I'm I'm a bad guy, and how do you know I'm a bad guy in an '80s movie? Because I have a fucking switchblade. He, you know, he certainly yeah, saved some Dave. Rapes. It's a yeah, absolutely, <laughs> absolutely. <laughs> It's a stiletto oyster knife is what that fucking yeah. thing is. Like when he flips it out at Johnny Depp, it's like, wow, that's uh, hmm. you could gum someone to death with that. That's yeah, great. Exactly. <laughs> and JD's just like, hey, man, quit it. Don't be a loser. He's like, fuck you, man. Yeah. I'm like, all right, sweet. Sweet, JD, sweet. I'm going to be a pirate when I grow up. <laughs> I want to have 18 <laughs> bracelets on one hand when I grow up. Good God. <laughs> How many beads can I fit on this fucking arm? <laughs> I don't know a, a thousand apparently get over here Amber let me smack some. yeah can we, can we just get to the point <laughs> in my life where I punch Amber hard in the face okay <laughs> yeah. let's just skip to that moment that's probably my peak right <laughs> yeah sure Johnny <laughs> no wait yes. my peak is actually pretending to be some drunk pirate 
Oh, okay. <laughs> well, maybe I'll maybe I'll ask him just off me out on this movie. Wait, did I piss all my money away? I don't believe him. <laughs> oh. Yeah, Johnny Depp's in this movie, by the way. Um, <laughs> real mismatch yeah. of acting ability, too. Like, Tina isn't bad, and Johnny Depp's pretty good. Like, you can see why he turns into a star. Like, he does have some, like, star-making ability. Like, you can't keep your eyes off of him. But the other two are just, I mean, Nancy, who's the star of this movie, is not good. Dude. No. Oh, it's terrible. I mean, the mother is literally, like, <sighs> binge drunk the entire movie. Yeah. I mean, acting God. shit-faced, because she it's, is. It, it's it's just great. bad. Oscar-nominated actress, too. Yeah. <laughs> I was going to say, she's, a, she's like, oh, a, good for she's her. been in a lot of shit. Yeah. That was a rough one. Yeah. Ooh. She is really bad this at this. This wasn't her peak, I assume. No. Okay. I did a double take when she was <laughs> pouring that vodka into her coffee. I was like, wait. Is that like some weird creamer? Nope. She's an alcoholic. Okay. Interesting ter- no, interesting yeah. like plot line here. I just don't like that didn't go anywhere, but I liked it. I think it's <laughs> due to the grief like of what she did and the fact that she still has a serial killer's like murder weapon in their basement. Right, right, yeah. Which like, which I want to talk about a lot later because I'm yes. like, maybe she's the most fucked up person in this movie. <laughs> It's I like think she is. She she hit a, a kid. This guy who murders kids. His glove. His weird, you know, metal glove. I was like, you got to be kidding me! And it's in the furnace too. I was like, come on, get the fuck yeah, out the of here. The irony. I like. I like God. the touch. It to feel the power. I think that I whole thing is kind of weird because, like, let's just think about it. So, okay, so a child murderer, like a serial child murderer, gets off on a technicality, and then he just happens to be burned alive. It's like. You know, the, f- the first thing would be a news story. The second thing would be like, like that, like twenty twenty would have like an eight month long special about that. You know what I mean? Like people, <laughs> like those people would have been caught immediately. Yeah, yeah. The whole town basically murdered this guy. Right. Yep. And also, I just, I just want to very briefly. That's not how search warrants work. <laughs> if you just because you sign something in the wrong place does not mean they let murderers go free. Like right. It's just not how it works. I'm no. sorry. I appreciate what they're saying. Like a technicality, and now he's out there murdering people. I was like, there is that's no incorrect, wrong. Also, I'm sorry. What was the search warrant for? The bodies? <laughs> that's not what search warrants are for. You know, it's just like, give me a break. This is what we I have do a for search a warrant for your dreams. Yeah, it's, uh, uh, it's admissible in court. <laughs> this affidavit I wrote up here. It's um, I actually have a psycho telekinetic powers, and I was able to go in there and. Uh, Based on my personal knowledge of his dream world, I uh, I think we should invade that. It's like, oh, okay. Okay, good. I need a warrant for the dream world, please. Is that what uh, you're asking me. for? Yes. <laughs> yes, that is correct. I, I went to the local courthouse for that. Thank you. Then Leonardo DiCaprio comes in. We got to go to a dream within a dream. <laughs> God damn. That, that's a great crossover. <laughs> that's when the, this is the fucking, this is the prequel to Inception, yeah. by the way. <laughs> really fucked up one. Oh, dude, South Park yeah, already did it. South Park already did it. They did an episode where Freddy Krueger <laughs> is like, they did an episode where Freddy Krueger is like Arnold Schwarzenegger from Commando. He's like out in the woods, chat. He's like, they're like the generals are like, we need you again, Freddy, because they they're trying to get like Mister Mackey out of a dream, and like it's a whole thing. You gotta watch the episode; it's fucking hilarious. Rick, Rick and Morty did one recently okay. too. Scary Terry is, is, is his name. Like, Man, he sure says he calls people a bitch a lot. Yes. All right, back to the movie. All right, actually, not really though. All right, so the guy Rod, he is from that group of four. He's the second youngest in the group. The person Tina is like four years older in real life than Rod. She was like 24. And then Johnny Depp was older too than Rod. Johnny Depp looks like he's 12. And this guy looks like he's fucking 35. 
Okay. He does. Look, I, you're sure he wasn't 35 and he just fibbed. Yeah. Well, that's Maybe. what I like. They're all supposed to be like 15, right? Yeah, and the 15. only one that really looks 15 Ugh. is like kind of like Nancy Thompson. Yeah. Like she looks she does. like 50. Johnny Depp looks a little yeah. older. Looks yeah. like he's like late teens, early 20. That guy looks like he's 35, two kids, a mortgage. <laughs> he can't afford to pay. You know what I mean? It's just like, out the milk factory. You can see the track marks on his arm, dude. Yeah. It's like, no, no, wrong. All right. So then that night, Tina and Rod are having obnoxious, loud sex, which leads into the first murderous dream sequence of this franchise. Fuck. Amazing. I lost my notes. <laughs> God damn it. <laughs> it's okay. Ceiling murder. Ceiling well, murder. That's all you have to Ceiling murder. And then also face stretching through the wall to look at uh, Nancy, which is a awesome effect. Still, that yes. was practical. Yeah, loved it. Yeah, that was a, that was a. That's cool literally shot. what I, that I just cool wrote. Shot. Nice effect with the wall. That was yeah. my note. I was like, nice. I like that. <laughs> spandex. Well done. They use they, uh, they well use spandex. They cut a hole out of the wall, put spandex in front of it, and then the guy just stretched his head through. That's Jesus. I hope he like wasn't it. allergic to it, <clears throat> dude. Was it that sex scene. That's the that's the most eighties sex scene ever, where it's like that that. All I, I don't know, just like all of those sounds and noises, and just like you go, you they they show you the end, and he's just like literally like laying. I can't describe it. He's not even like he's not even doing like a uh, plank. He's just like laying on top of her like a dead fish. Yeah. Oh no, he's doing the full Mormon soak. Yeah, where you sit in there for about right. thirty minutes, and then he just kind of like yeah. flail, <laughs> like flops off of her, and she's like, "I knew I liked you for some reason." It's like. <laughs> You liked him because he just like he put all his body weight on top of you for for (laughs) fucking like ten minutes. Oh yeah, no. The line is she goes, "Jungle man fixed me." Yeah, you're fifteen. What the fuck? He doesn't have a fucking hair below his fucking nose. Like, no, there's no jungle man there. (laughs) Just a fucking thirty five year old once again with two kids, a fucking mortgage, and a fucking serious heroin addiction. Honestly, it's good (laughs) Tina died. I mean, she was gonna. She was yeah. gonna have eight. She yeah, was gonna have eight kids by the time she was twenty four. She was gonna have a bad crack problem, you know. Yeah, shit wasn't gonna well, go good for her. Parents are always in Vegas. Yep. You know, she's she's better off dying. Yeah. Freddie, really, this, this is like a mercy great. killing by Freddie. <laughs> <laughs> Freddie's like, oh, you're welcome. Mercy killing by dragging her up a wall, just having her scream bloody murder. No, mercy, mercy killing for her kids. You know, what I mean? he like oh, he like okay. went into the yes. future. He saw the kids; they're gonna be like running around with fucking like overalls on and like in like the mud. You know, they're not gonna be going to school. Wouldn't wouldn't that be amazing if like the real like a real sub like the real overarching plot of this entire thing for Nightmare and all the uh, Nightmare and is that Freddy's actually like the good guy and he's murdering <laughs> all these people because they're gonna have like murderous terrible kids or they're gonna kill people and he's really just like the superhero yeah. he's, he's a like, missionary murdering he's a walking abortion these- pill dude like, <laughs> like- <laughs> <laughs> he's just like taking care of all these like these problems in the future like he's killing like future Hitlers constantly that would be hilarious I think come this. to think of it he looks just like fucking Deadpool without the fucking costume on so <laughs> yeah, yeah you're on to something there and they put that scene like in the it. movie for them I like it. it's good Max effort. <laughs> None of you can recognize how, how important my work is. <laughs> <laughs> but really, this was, this was for me, like, the actual, like, fucked up in the head psychopath, like, this was the horror, like, the horror scary part for me was ceiling murder. Like, 
whoever it was, I don't even remember who it is that like, I guess the parents or like the kids walk in to see her getting like dragged up through from the corner into the ceiling and then just like blood everywhere and screaming like that was just as effective as anything out of the exorcist. And then oh, yeah. it goes downhill from here to where the next scariest scene is literally like Nancy getting smacked by her mom. And I was like, that's scary. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> getting smacked by mom is nothing to fuck around. After, with. after calling your mom a drunk, basically. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Like you're just some drunk. It's like, uh. <laughs> God, but yeah, that I would like to know how that was shot because I'm watching this. I'm like, Oh my God, this is fucking brutal. Yeah. It's basically my, my most frequently used work. My word in this was just, this is brutal. Like this is fucking nuts. I think that what they did is they had the whole set upside down. Mm. So she was just crawling okay. on the floor, but it made it look like it was a ceiling. Yeah. And then they flipped the screen around. Cause yeah, they did that later on too with uh, the, the human garbage disposal. Scene. Yeah, Jesus yeah. Christ, that was fucking again yeah. another, and not, also brutal. Yeah, the blood geyser. Well, the, the yeah. blood geyser, which and we'll get to the color of the blood, but like this, this kill right here, though, ceiling kill. This was super dark, crimson, sticky, ooey yeah. gooey. Not washing this off in the in the fucking sink. Blood, like yeah. this was good, ugh. really good. Even her just bouncing on the bed after being yeah. dead yeah. too. Like that, Dude. Like, yeah. it all had weight was... to it. Everything had yeah. weight where you could just the like hear like everywhere. the body like, yeah. oh, oh. like the the body hits the boyfriend like he gets smacked in the yeah. face by the body. I'm like, <laughs> Jesus out of bed. Christ. Mm. It, it, also, I remember just like even the lead up, like, first of all, I don't understand this girl is scared, right? She has this whole sleepover party because she's scared. But meanwhile, some voice that is whispering in her, her ear, she goes outside to investigate. I was like, this is ass backwards. You would never do that if you're terrified of dreams. You're not walking around outside going to find out who this creepy voice is, who you don't don't recognize. And then also, Freddie was a lot more physical than I remember. Like he literally tackles yeah. her to the ground, like on top of people. I didn't, I never remembered that. Yeah. I always thought he would like dash in and slash. Right. And, I thought he was more know? of like a cerebral killer and less of like yeah. a, a physical murderer. But I think, I think that Freddie does have a drinking problem in this movie because he becomes less coordinated, more or less coordinated throughout the entire film. <laughs> no, he's a so, fucking mess. Yeah. yeah. I he mean, started off strong with that monkey walk. He was doing with those <laughs> well, that's true. That was him just working off the hangover from the, from the day before. I mean, he was just loosening it up, you know, but no, he really, he starts to lose coordination real fast. In, in between yeah. murderings, he's just at a bar, like a dream bar and like talking up, <laughs> talking up the people next to him and they're like slowly <laughs> drift away from him because he's, they don't want to listen to him anymore he's like yeah these kids they don't appreciate what they got you know they don't appreciate what i do for them what i what i fucking kill them you know hey wait all right well i'll see you later all those 10th graders are getting a's because of all the kids i'm killing they're just letting them pass through it's a betterment for the kids in general (laughs) <laughs> All right. Then the next morning, Nancy's on her way to school when Rod pulls her into the bushes and tells her that he didn't kill Tina. But then Nancy's divorced dad and police lieutenant Don Thompson comes out and arrests Rod for murder. Where did he come from? He literally jumps into the bushes with yeah. them. Just goes, hey, <laughs> <laughs> This turns into the Pink Panther really fast, by the way. Really fucking fast. But no, I mean, so yeah, he pe- so it, it, it fucking date rape pulls her into the fucking bushes like he's done it before. Oh yeah, he's, a little bit weird. <laughs> he's definitely used those bushes before. Mm-hmm. He's like, oh, we've territory. come to my spot. Yeah. This is my second home. I say, 
No, but the best I and I will say, and again, undeveloped plot lines, and I appreciate this is obviously like some slasher flick from the eighties, but mom and dad clearly hate each other. Mm-hmm. Right? And he's yeah, the like, police scene before. Yeah, like he's like a yeah, there must be like some I I maybe I missed it, but it was like he's like the top like not top cop, but he's like well respected and mom's an alcoholic, but like they they hate each other and I'm just like, What? Like what Okay, why didn't we talk about this more? They were like, nah, I think we're all done with it. Okay, I guess. I just inserted a few seasons of The Wire into that. And I was like, okay, cop, boom, Wire cop, great, we got it. Check I mean, I think they just wanted two parents so that they could just do the classic, like, parents just don't understand, you know? 15, (laughs) you're saying you're going to get murdered in your dreams, and they're just like, you dummy, get out of here. That's only happened like six times. Yeah, it's not like the whole town definitely doesn't know this, and we all have this. Everyone in town is associated with this guilt of mur- that burning down this, this like fact, you know, whatever, like the furnace place that he's in, and killing this guy. Bah, the furnace factory. That. That's where that's where Freddie worked. Freddie's yeah, furnace factory emporium. <laughs> <laughs> Freddie's furnace factory. The triple F. You get the triple F guarantee. Freddie's furnace farm. Like, oh my god, bitch. Furnace farm. <laughs> Uh, no, I I like how, I like how the parents are just honestly. This whole town's dumb. They're big. They're they're running around being like, yeah, this guy's a dream killer. He likes to kill kids. His thing his name's like Freddy or something. And they're like, hmm, where does that name found familiar? <laughs> I don't know. Anyone got some vodka that can go in my coffee? <laughs> <laughs> hmm, I'm starting to feel things again. Better numb it up with some booze. Go 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 go. Uh, <laughs> All right, and then uh, we get Nancy's English class nightmare, where she follows a ghostly Tina who's in a bloody body bag uh, down this hallway into the same boiler room where Freddie corners her. But Nancy's able to wake up by burning her arm on a steam pipe, I guess, and then she wakes up and she has the burn mark for real. Okay, good. I am sorry. This is the problem I have. So in the dream, she is able to harm herself and wake up. Why would you not be able to do that every single mm. time? Mm. She literally goes, oh, I can't get out of this. How do I get out of this? I know I'll hurt myself. She hurts herself and it trans, you know, it, it's able mm. to, it has effect in the real world. Then fucking just punch yourself in the face every single time. That would wake me up if I just smacked myself in the face. Like, yeah. you don't <laughs> need to worry about all this. You know what I mean? Mike, how, how often do you punch yourself awake at night? Well, you really well, need to ask Michelle that. That oh, seems to be. He does have two black eyes and a broken nose right I know. now. I do, you know, that's that's the real reason I had to shave because they had to cut into my jaw to repair. The real question is how does uh, Michelle I... punch him away? <laughs> this is the real thing. Cobras. Also, if you can sort of Cobras. like trans, if you can transfer shit from like the dream world from the real world to the dream world. Just bring like a Gatlin gun like Jesse Ventura had in Predator with you. You know what I mean? Just <laughs> <laughs> oh, like, go oh, full shit. sexual Tyrannosaurus, baby. I'm telling you. <laughs> you, ever met my, you ever met my sexual Tyrannosaurus? <laughs> Bend over, Freddy. You're a bunch but- of slawjacked Freddies. <laughs> <laughs> I tensed I, up waiting uh, for that word. I know. Like, What's no, say? no. <laughs> no, Max. Can't say that. Um, but that being said, those yeah. those the dream sequence is spooky as fuck. Like dead bod girl body bag just dragging herself with like blood everywhere. I'm like, this is fucking. I mean, the nuts, movie, man. you know, what? Is the scary. spookiest. Like those dreams, that's fucking I, scary. Yeah. So the movie's not scary, but I'm gonna move past that. John, so if, John, if you're gonna have these, you ha- you're like what? a guy who has done heroin for thirty years. <laughs> you, your tolerance for this shit is like off the charts. 
It is. It's because I vomited my way through the fear as a child. So yeah. that's how this happened. But no, it, see, I, I agree that this was spooky, like leading up to it. It's like, okay, you've got the body bag, you've got the great blood, you know, trail of blood and everything. And like, you're getting chased by someone with, you know, with crackhead fingers with claws and shit. Fine. But follow through with it. So like you put your forearm <laughs> onto a boiler vein, you know, onto a boiler pipe. And the most it looks like afterwards is like you put a little bit of blush or you smacked your forearm. Like, no, that should be blistered. It should look like a medium well done fucking steak. That shit should be just fucking oozing and shit, dude. You don't just get away with that. They should nah, give it's a horror. They movie. should have given the actress who played Nancy a terrible infection two weeks before. <laughs> should have burnt her exactly. for real. Don't even, you don't have to tell her. You just be like, hey, Nancy, come over here by this furnace real quick. Oh, sorry about that. Oops. I will say, I think one of the creepiest parts of this scene is the uh, the dopey blonde guy who's reading at the beginning. And he's just like reading all monotone. And then it goes into the dream and he's like creepily whispering whatever he's reading. Mm-hmm. You guys remember that yeah. part? Oh yeah, the kid at the and front. He, and he stands. Yeah, up. and he's and he's not reading. He's not looking at the book. Like he's staring straight ahead, not blinking, and he's just like whispering, like he's in a trance. It's really creepy. Yeah, I, well, I, I enjoy that part. And again, that's that's what I mean. I think like the dream sequences are good because they're in a sense like seamless, right? Like mm. like they kind of yeah. go through, and then it's you know as you're watching it, you're like, I don't know if this is a dream or not, because there are certain parts like where like the fog comes up. You're like, okay, this is probably a dream, but. Other parts, it's like, oh, they're just walking around. I don't know where I am right now. Like yeah. when they're, there's that point where she like run, where he runs into girl Freddie, who, by the way, you know, where's your hall thumb, pass? Thumb down. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Thumbs course, down. There's a hall pass joke in there in 1987. Yeah. All right. So Nancy learns that Rod's also having nightmares, which is then followed up by the iconic bathtub nightmare scene. And then a few mm-hmm. minutes later, we get the sinking staircase. I was interested All good. To, to see that Agreed. they made it like it was like pancake batter and like oatmeal was how they yeah, made the, the, for the, for the stairs. That was fucking cool. I was like, that's, yeah. that's pretty cool. I was like seeing how they make all the sticky, icky, ewe, gooey shit. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. I did like that. Once again, 30 yeah. year old heroin addict or whatever Tim called me earlier. <laughs> no, I've said you, no, no, you're not steady. a 30 year old heroin addict. You're a heroin addict. been doing it for 30 years. Who says I wasn't just born, just mainlined in this shit, buddy. All right. Well, that's what, mm. how you want to play it, man. Yeah, man. Live your dreams, man. Live your dreams. <laughs> <Live> your dreams. <laughs> yeah. but, Just ride but the tiger, said, baby. I, I, <laughs> I will say the music, the music in this pure classic eighties, just yeah. totally like, just like a bunch of like weird squinks and squawks. Like they just have a Casio, you know what I mean? Like, yeah. and they're just like, yeah, yeah what can they do on taking this? a bath? I she knows she just, she Loved knows she's not supposed to go to fucking sleep. We can take a nice hot bath. Fucking dummy. Her mother and I had the same thought at the same time. I'm like, you're more likely to drown than be murdered by this idiot. You're going to fucking sink to the bottom and yeah. kill yourself. You haven't, you haven't slept in 24 hours. <laughs> I killed him once. Kill him again. Whoops. But really, you <laughs> could get amphetamines like straight out of a fucking Walgreens back then. Just walk up. Hey, I need to stay up. There mm-hmm. you go. No big deal. Yeah. In 87. Holy shit. The trucking yeah, industry. Those drivers didn't stop for like fucking three days. See- that's that's the yeah. issue is because Rod was the main cocaine and amphetamine dealer in town and oh. he was behind bars, so they didn't have any. Oh, oh yeah. come on. Mm-hmm. Someone would have stepped into Rod's mm-hmm. shoes real quick. <laughs> Rod's mom's <laughs> economics 101. Uh, would have yeah. filled that stinky <laughs> hole. Yeah, yeah. I also think that uh, like this whole nightmare town is like very similar to 
like the upside down in Stranger Things. I, I don't think it, maybe mm, Preble's mm, seen it. I don't know about anybody I, else, but I have not. Mm-hmm. Stranger. Oh. oh, John has. Oh yeah, yeah. I fucking I watched the shit. Oh, out the of crackhead that. has. Where is in the background? <laughs> yeah. Oh. Hey. 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 But no, you're right. I think it does. It does have that. Right? Yeah, it's the upside down. It's kind of a mirror reflection of the world. It's a little bit fucked up in a weird way. Yeah. It's a little bit off, if you Everything's will. It's off and it's dark. the coloring and the lighting. Yeah, mm-hmm. it's the coloring and the lighting. It has like mm-hmm. a very, um, you know, like gray black tones. Yeah, mm-hmm. like everything's very, almost like dusty. Yeah, spooky, dusty, dusty. <laughs> All right. So Only Nancy and Glenn. That's sexual. <laughs> Nancy and Glenn head to the police station to see Rod, but it's too late, and Rod is suicided by Freddie, a la Jeffrey Epstein style. <laughs> hey, is that who killed Jeffrey Epstein? Didn't kill him. Yeah, I think it might have been. It. I think that Freddie had he was he was trying to just rub out the competition. He had a new child predator in town. He had to take Epstein or? down. <laughs> maybe Freddie's actually a good guy, like Preble was saying before. Maybe he's the, maybe, maybe he's the one sweeping the streets. <laughs> I mean, you can't read a book by its cover, okay? Third degree burns or not. It's, you just can't. <laughs> Did we skip over how, um, is it, it's Nancy, right? Yeah, how Nancy was watching the evil dead to stay awake. Has it happened yet? Oh. I don't know. Yeah, I, I don't mention it in it, but yeah. It's There's like, like a, a whole, reoccurring thing, how they yeah. like share movies back and forth, him and uh, well, Sam Raimi. After she falls asleep in the bathtub, doesn't she, she, that's when she goes in this whole like, she starts coffee. fucking like mainlining coffee and yeah trying all this shit to stay awake so i do know so in this movie they had um you know the evil dead and then in evil dead 2 in one of the scenes in in the uh, garage not in the garage in the shed you can see freddy's glove in the back oh really <laughs> yeah like they're just kind of going funny. back like and that. forth that's yeah. sick yeah. Uh, uh, i like that well she fell asleep just like i would mm. oh god yeah. i would be so dead i would be so dead if i was in this movie <laughs> I'm, I'm sorry. I, and I would I would just fall asleep and be like, hey, you, you do whatever you want, Freddie. I don't fucking... He would be pissed at me. He'd be like, what? You're not going to try and get away? I'm like, no. I'm, nah, nah, I think I'm, good. I'm tired. <laughs> just kill me. Can you kill uh, me, like, ironically with something I like? Like, can you just give me, like, 50 sandwiches and shove them in my face? <laughs> yeah. Can you just at least, like, just put a mirror in front of me or something? I mean, come on. <laughs> Yeah, yeah can you just like make cut. me watch the Red Sox? <laughs> Kill me. Uh, honestly, really, the Red Sox, the Red Sox beating the Yankees is just like one hit leading to the next, man. It's just you're just <laughs> trying to scrape to the next fucking high, man. That's chasing the dragon. Uh, oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I got, I got like a, I got an ounce of, I got like not an ounce, I got like a gram of heroin that I'm trying to make last for like three days. You know what I mean? <laughs> a lot of heroin talk this episode. Yeah, there is a lot I got, of it, on the, I got it on the mind. I got it on the mind. And I got it in the vein. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> <laughs> is it's bleak. It's bleak. Is, is that is that surging in the country again or something? I don't know. Heroin. Let's just let's just is get into this uh, real judgmental no. priest Max, here. Oh, heroin, we got a lot. Yes, we got to talk about, this. Talk about this priest. Yeah, I what love the this fuck part. is going on? With this priest. He's, those who live by the sword dies by the sword. It's like this is an open investigation, and the guy just died like yesterday. Yeah, and his parents are there. Yeah, I love it. I, that's why I just go. I wrote die by the sword. Did the preacher just fuck with this dead guy? I was like, he's just shitting on him as he's being like interned. He's just like, yeah, you know, some people are real pieces of shit. You know, you know, you you, you try and 
you know, murder people, then you're going to get murdered. You know what I'm saying? Well, first of all, like, it's but also, suicide. You, know, you can't, you don't get, you don't get any ceremony. Is this a, this is a Catholic, right? Oh, absolutely. No, nothing but so, Catholicism right? existed in 87. Like, you except don't, you don't like, get a Catholic <laughs> ceremony if you committed suicide. So it's already a non-starter. No, you're with all the unbaptized babies just floating around in limbo, dude. Like that's right. it. I'm surprised. <laughs> I'm surprised the priest wouldn't have been more much of a dickhead, like a bigger dickhead. <laughs> well, see, what they needed, they needed good old-fashioned Irish Catholic. They needed fire and brimstone where, like, he was hung upside down by his nutsack by Satan and just whipped in the ass every fucking day and then got the Hitler treatment from little Nicky with a pineapple, once again, up the ass and a properly sized one. Like, no, Irish Catholic fire and brimstone. This guy was just run-of-the-mill. Let's face it. No, the, he was the, being the a the fucking bitch. Yeah, he was. Right. Didn't he say, like, don't <laughs> judge him? The church is hiding him. <laughs> yeah, I mean, come on. He had to, come on, low guys. Key, we, low know, key. we know what he <laughs> really <low> is. <laughs> Spotlight hadn't happened yet. We all know what's going on. Open your eyes. Wake up, America. <laughs> okay. And then we get the sleeping uh, clinic test where Nancy's able to bring Freddie's hat out of her dream. Again, I, I just made a note. I was like, is your kid crazy? Just send her to Steve Gutenberg. Because that's who that <laughs> doctor reminded me of. I was like, Steve Gutenberg in this movie? That Dude, actor. Oh, just some, Steve is just some guy. The main reason why I brought this scene up is because that actor voiced uh, Roger Rabbit. Oh, really? <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> that's funny. I love that. Yep. <laughs> he was what really what happened fucker, in though, this dude. scene? What's that, John? I'm just saying, it, 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 fucking the sleep doctor was creepy. It, he just, he was like, oh, yeah. Yeah, she's definitely dreaming happy now. Yeah. That's what I'm saying. That's what I'm saying. Freddie would have showed up and been like, what the fuck are you doing? And the sleep doctor would have been like, hey, what are you doing, Freddie? You know? (laughs) 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 Auto rock, auto erotic asphyxiation in his dream. (laughs) Uh, This is the way I want to go it anyway, Freddie. I'm good. (laughs) (laughs) Appreciate the help, though. I got it. I got it. Freddy Krueger would have left the dream world, showed up to the police station, being like, listen, I'm trying to kill this woman, but I have to report a crime. <laughs> That's a sleep doctor. I got to uh, do some things here. Uh, even serial killers had morals back in 87. Yeah. <laughs> Simpler time. Also, so this movie, I think, is supposed to take place in like Springfield, Ohio, and... In this next scene where Nancy and Glenn are talking over this bridge, you can just see several like Southern California palm trees in the background. <laughs> They're like prominently in the shot too. They're on like the bridge when, when Johnny yeah. Depp brings or something. It's like, oh, this looks tropical. Yeah, this definitely reminds me of middle of buttfuck nowhere, Ohio. <laughs> I was like, give me a break. Give me a fucking break. Initially, I thought they were in California. I'm like, oh, this must be California. Like Johnny Depp's here. Like a California, and then I was just like, "Oh, never mind. That's a that's a stupid that's a stupid way to think about this." <laughs> well, I think even Tina mentions like an earthquake earlier, so they must have just like changed their tune after this first movie and be like, "Uh, no, it's uh, Ohio, not California anymore." Yeah, they they must not have had a real good script supervisor. Yeah. <laughs> Earthquakes, palm trees. I don't give a shit. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck it. It's a dream, right? That we can just say it's a dream. I dream in Ohio. I don't know that there. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm sure there's a tiki bar somewhere where uh what's his name? What's that piece of shit coach who just got busted the other day? Urban Meyer. Yeah, where Urban, Urban. Meyer's just yeah, r- Urban. rubbing his dick up against a twenty five year old. Yeah. I'm I am sorry, honey. I'm sorry. I embarrassed my wife. It's like, no, dude. <sighs> You're getting divorced now. Yeah. Yeah. 
told the team that he wasn't going to be on the plane back because he needed to spend some time with his family. And then he's fucking just dry humping some random lady at a bar. Ugh, God, <laughs> what a fantastic. Piece of shit. I had to fantastic. retire from Florida because I have all these heart problems. It's definitely not video. all the suspensions coming up. Yeah. yeah. For me, he's covering up my, yeah, spousal abuse. And <clears throat> he's low key like Christ. the biggest piece of shit in football. He is. Urban Meyer. Yeah. He is a huge piece of shit. And I love that he's losing. This is an aside, but I think the country really needed Ted Lasso a long time ago. Like, Ted really, Lasso is fantastic. Oh my god, that's <laughs> it's the most heartfelt, wonderful, just shit ever that everyone needed just for some hope <laughs> after these past Agreed. few years. Yes, yeah. made me sick. Uh, <laughs> so then Nancy comes home to see the doors and windows covered in bars. With her mom strutting in the hallway with a bottle of vodka in one hand and a lit cigarette in the other. <laughs> Look what I did. Say can't do. Hey, Nancy, say can't do nothing, huh? I just put bars in the window so you can't get out. I made a home a prison. <laughs> Dude, she's puffing on the that. state. She's puffing on that cigarette like she's hitting on her own daughter. I mean, that was wrong. The whole fucking thing was just seductive and then she's like come into the basement with me (laughs) is this a nightmare right now (laughs) holy shit although I will say I think the best acting we get from Nancy this is it this is like now when she's just like lost it she's like oh is that true mother yeah mother Mother. yeah I'm just like oh this that's why I just write like oh this girl's lost it that's it (laughs) she's just gonna fucking now she's gonna murder people it's like oh okay yeah again this is probably like Freddie would show up like be walking in seeing this and be like (laughs) See this whole thing playing. He's like, I uh, think I've done my job already. Slowly, just tippy toes backwards out of the room. <laughs> this is gonna even. This, this is, is too uncomfortable for me. I ain't gotta get out of here. He's really like, this is this is probably gonna play out in my favor. <laughs> Murder suicide or something. Mother daughter issues. This is the yeah. one thing I cannot kill. <laughs> Yep. So then, uh, where is it? Do, do, do. Yeah. So she takes Nancy down to the basement and tells her how Freddie was a child serial killer and got away with it. And all the parents in the town got revenge by burning Freddie alive. And then she pulls out the fucking glove out of the furnace. Why would you keep a serial killer's murder weapon in your house for this long, too? <laughs> or that'd be like killing John. No, that'd be like killing John Wayne Gacy and then keeping like his clown costume in the crawl space of your house. <laughs> it's like, why do you have this? <laughs> well, that's what I mean, right? Like, and this story just comes out of nowhere. It's like, oh, we know who Fred Krueger is. And then she tells the story like half, you know, just totally like half cocked. Shit She's just like, yeah, I've been drinking all day. Let me tell you about it. Yeah, the whole, we all did some vigilante justice on this guy and just murdered him dead. And <laughs> we all stole like personal items from him. I was like, what? It's like, who's a serial killer here? You guys, you guys are collecting trophies from your victims? <laughs> yeah, exactly. I was like, oh my serious? God. It's like Are you drunk- sure he hasn't, he hasn't inhabited a part of you? It's like, this, is like shit, drunk history. this is like drunk history. This is like drunk history. It's like, yeah, I killed Ted Kruger. <laughs> Ted Kruger? <laughs> you mean Freddy Kruger? <laughs> no, I mean Ted Kruger. Ted Kruger, two doors down. Yeah, that's it. <laughs> got oh, the wrong no. guy the first time. <laughs> Fre- Freddy Kruger was the kid. He- no, he was two blocks over. Well, Ted's dead too then. I don't know. <laughs> Somebody needs to tell Ted's wife because she's just been hysterical. <laughs> Somebody needs to just pull this thing together and we'll, let's just let's just make a choice here, okay? So is this So their, is it? It's a Ted of bread. Is this their not so subtle jab at why the Nancy's parents broke up? 
is like part of it. They couldn't live with one another. And like they just assume that. And they were clearly banking on making like 15 more, you know, Freddy Krueger movies down the road and like Freddy versus Jason. That happened too. But like just to flush it out. I kind of don't get why committing a a brutal vigilante murder would cause any strife. It could definitely bring two people together, at least in the moment. I always you, sleep better after I kill somebody that would vigilante have been, justice. That would have been a fucking great. That would have been so good <laughs> if they were so madly in love. And then like this scene was really just like the, the two, the mother and father being like, yeah, we really found out how much we loved each other when we murdered that boy. <laughs> <laughs> I never felt closer to you than when I saw the life of that man's eyes go out. Dude, couples therapy in the eighties was something else, man. You know? That would have that would have been way better. That that'd be way better. <laughs> Hannibal Lecter's like, tell me, what color were those eyes? <laughs> he just comes out of the dark in the corner. <laughs> tell me, Clarice. <laughs> My name's not Clarice. Whatever your name is, I wasn't paying attention. Sure, what all Clarice is to me? Hey, you. <laughs> you got poofy hair. You're a Clarice. <laughs> All right, and then that night, Nancy's on the phone with Glenn saying that she plans on taking Freddy out of the dream. Or Fre- That's okay, another thing real quick, too. Fred, he's Fred Krueger this entire movie, right? Right. It's Except for the at the end in which he calls himself, Fred calls himself Freddy, and then they change it yeah. after that. But it's just weird that they continually call him Fred Krueger throughout this. He's like, Nancy he went to college. He's trying to change his persona. <laughs> yeah. you know I mean? I was, Fred was Freddy me got in his high school. Back. Freddy's me Freddy in college. Freddy got his back. <laughs> Jesus, found the mojo. Slash, slash, slash. Uh, <laughs> Just cutting people everywhere. <laughs> it's an instant pet name. That's what it is. It's like when someone goes yeah, from yeah. John to Johnny. It's like, yeah, you know, like the other sex will say that. You know, like, oh, Johnny. <laughs> I guess it is yeah. slimier and creepier in a way. Fred kills children, not my Freddy. My <laughs> Freddy's a great man. <laughs> yeah, anyway, though. So she uh, plans on taking Freddy out of the dream world and she needs his help. And whatever you do, don't fall asleep. So what does Glenn do? He falls asleep and his bed turns into a human garbage disposal that then turns into a geyser of blood. Guys, let's face it. He fell asleep because he fucking it. beat it. <laughs> he was he was staying up for like what was it like Miss Naked September or whatever. I mean, he was talking to mom. I mean, he probably just looked at his reflection with that sexy fucking cheerleader kind of costume he had on slumber oh party costume God. he had. Porcelain that youth medium football penny with like that, that was oh. above the uh, the belly button and then Dude. like the only thing he was missing was like the rolled up sweatpants. It, I mean, he had the sweatpants on, but he just had to roll the yeah. waistband around. Just criminal amount of midriff. Criminal. More than the law. Again, what what an 80s thing. Yeah. What a classic 80s thing. Too bad they didn't show his feet. He definitely had roller skates on. <laughs> yes. The lollipop. Yeah. <laughs> That's his, God, they you looking for a good time? <laughs> See, that was a problem. He immediately got sucked into that garbage disposal because they didn't want to show what his real dream was, which is him just like... <laughs> With just hot pants on, just sliding down a rainbow with a lollipop in his mouth. <laughs> right right into Rod's ass. <laughs> oh God, I'm so, the end of the so rainbow good. is Rod's ass. <laughs> uh, well, it's good to know that Johnny's on top. But, yeah, it's... It, yeah. I, so, can we discuss the meat grinder and, like, the, the fucking vomit? That, that, That's great. 
I love it. It is so it is great, and it's shocking, and it, especially for back for like way back then, where like that kind of thing was like unacceptable to throw on any form of television screen or movie screen or any screen for that matter. But once it, the color was all wrong, man. I mean, oh, like it's, I. <sighs> so I so they they took it for inspiration from The Shining with the elevator, which is also like that same color. It's like a yeah, like an almost it's like a maroon red. It was very dark. I would say. Very, like, very dark. Like very it's still dark. like in your actual. It's like it's still in your veins, dark. Tim, you ever had two Chipotle burritos one night? <laughs> two of them? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. See, <laughs> naturally. Yeah. You ever looked at it two of days course. later? I'll tell you what, John. The first thing I thought when I saw this scene was, I've seen this before. <laughs> I'm telling you, the color was all wrong. And I'm serious after two Chipotle burritos, the color's all wrong. But really, it just, it wasn't blood. It just, it was like a, so, okay, fine, The Shining. And Stanley, and I know Stanley Kubrick had a little bit to, at least as far as like inspiring this. And I'll give him that. That's fine. But I, I thought, John, I thought you are going to go with the whole having the two burritos. And then that's just what it's like in the toilet the next day. It's just that. Me too, man. Me too. That that's that's exactly well, not necessarily like I mean, that <laughs> Pribble's was, not in his head too. He knew what I was talking about. Yeah, so that's that, exactly that was, what I was thinking. That's, that was yeah. implied, Max. You know, I didn't I didn't need to spell it out for the audience. She pulled um, away. She she pulled. Um, I would I would even go so far as to say the whole thing. I mean, because it kind of sounds like a garbage disposal too coming out. You know, <laughs> it sounds like <laughs> yeah. the bed. It sounds like Journey Depp being being uh, eaten by a bed. <laughs> nice little blender. Yep. Johnny Depp blender. I do like how the station, the radio station that he's listening to as he falls asleep is uh, KRGR. Kruger. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Kruger. That's yeah. slick. That's real yep. slick. Which is also like just it. so happens to be his, uh, that's the, his uh, acronym for on the NASDAQ too. <laughs> <laughs> How's it trading uh, these days? They have dividends? Yes, yeah, so mm-hmm. I honestly, it's not trading well. Surprisingly, uh, murder of youth is uh, <laughs> apparently it's not highly valued. I don't know. Not doing yeah. good. Yeah. COVID ruined it. Yeah. <laughs> also, in this scene too, though, Nancy with the uh, the disconnected phone that's like Lixer. <laughs> He goes, uh, I'm your boyfriend now, Nancy. <laughs> Whoa. All right. We cross bounds here, it. ladies and gentlemen. Yeah. yeah this is like good. the weird thing, right? Yeah. Where it's like, now he's gone from like just being like a child murderer to now being like a predator. Yeah. It's like, okay, well, now he so just doing this kind of stuff. Wes, Wes Craven did have the idea in his head that Freddie originally was going to be a child molester, but apparently there was yeah. some really fucked up shit going on in California when he was making this movie, which he shot in 32 yeah. days. So clearly it was happening like right then. And so they had to change it right then. Um, so it was funny that he was able to sneak some of that weird shit in there too. Or it was like, yeah, I'm well, just going to lick the ear of a 15 year old girl through a <laughs> telephone. That's great. Mm-hmm. Well, you can kind of tell because when the mom says like he was a filthy child murderer, like a filthy child molester sounds so much better. Than oh, yeah. A filthy child murderer. Yeah. Like, I feel like they just cut the one word out. Basically, they're like, I eh, just realized right. that. Yeah. Better's a word for it. Yeah. Sure. <laughs> okay. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Also, so I'm just going to kind of fast forward to into like, you know, when the police show up. And for some reason, the reaction that Nancy's dad has, like, has always stuck with me because it is, like, the most, like, normal, real-life reaction from any of these horror movies. Like, that's how somebody would react to seeing, like, a absolutely, like, gruesome, 
murder of somebody that you know, like a kid that you've known his whole life. Like he just stands in the doorway and just stands there for like three seconds and then he just turns around and just walks away. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Correct. I, I thought he was great in this actually, for the most part. The dad was pretty good. He was good. Yeah. He was solid. John Saxon. Yeah. John Saxon. In, what's it? The, uh, that, uh, Bruce Lee movie. He's in a bunch of shit. Yeah, he's, he's a, a good actor. Of, he's, he's in a, a bunch actor. of, uh, the, uh, those Italian horror movies. He was in a couple of those mm-hmm. too. Uh, oh. yeah. But I, I will say, I don't know who the, the, um, the cop was that said this, but deserves immediately to be fired or murdered by Freddie, which was, we don't need a stretcher. You need a mop. I was like, what? That and then also, where's a corner? He's been puking in the bathroom ever since he got here. Yeah. He's just chipper as ever. Now that, yeah, that's a cop who's just seen too much time to send him on a vacation for about six months. Yeah. (laughs) Also, they have a bucket in the living room to catch all the blood. That's just dripping from the ceiling too. Like it's a flood (laughs) in the house. (laughs) I would, I would love. The dad walks into that. He's like, Jesus. Oh wow. Mm. <laughs> was that Tim? I was, I was gonna. I would love if that cop was like, uh, open mic stand up or something like that. And he's like, oh, that's a good line. Let me write that down. <laughs> anyway, I saw this gruesome murder the other day, and I said, yeah, <laughs> crickets. Don't need a body bag. You need a mop. You need, you need a mop. <laughs> <laughs> It's like right, folks. <laughs> I said, you need a mop. <laughs> Why aren't you guys laughing? He repeats it. He repeats it like three times. <laughs> it's like, we know who this child huh? is. It's just happened. <laughs> Why are you disclosing ongoing police investigations and stand-up and then, comedy? And then, you, and then you pan out and it's like a benefit for the kid that died. <laughs> for the kid that died. So, like the entire town's there. <laughs> Ooh. Too soon? Too, Too soon? soon? Come on. Mm. I don't know about this. You got to fight fear of laughter. Am I right? Come on. So anyway, come let me on. say it again. Come on, honey. He was only a son. <laughs> you can make more of him. What's he going to do? He's not going to do much in life anyway. All right. Fred told me. Um, Nancy then calls her dad and uh, to come break down her front door in 20 minutes. When she pulls Freddy into the real world, so we cut to a booby trap montage of Nancy <sighs> assembling Looney Tune sledgehammer traps, trip wires, and homemade explosives made out of lightning uh, light bulbs. I was say yeah. lightning bulbs, but that's not a real thing. You know, she probably could have thrown a lightning bug in there for some reason. But it, mm-hmm. where did she get the gunpowder? We don't know. And Home Alone <laughs> did it better. And with yep. all the time yes. that she spent, how many traps? Like what? Two traps. Well. She had 20 minutes to do all this shit and then also fall asleep and wake up and bring him back into the dream. Well, so I don't and, know how she's able to get and, all this shit and done. And kiss her mother goodnight, too, all within that 20 minutes. So, yeah. yeah tuck her mom uh, in the bed. <laughs> and, I mean, I know we talked about this being like Home Alone, but I also, I thought of that, but I also just wrote down a spooky Rube Goldberg machine. That's what I originally <laughs> thought she was doing, like setting up some like, bing, 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 like everything's hitting each other and then she's going to do, I was like. Oh my god! But yeah, this again, still the best, the best performance, the best acting this this woman does in the entire thing is when she just is acting like she's absolutely lost, like someone who hasn't slept in like seventy two hours. She's yeah. just like, yeah, this makes sense. Okay, and already turning gray in a house with bars yeah. on the windows. Yeah, yeah, yes, yeah. <laughs> it's like, oh my god. <laughs> also, like your your daughter, like your daughter's boyfriend was just brutally murdered, who also lives literally across the street, yeah. and you can see her head through the fucking bars and she's screaming and they're like just go to bed honey it's gonna be fine yeah. <laughs> don't worry about it it's, all good. it's like 
maybe mm-hmm. you should look like go over there and give her a hug. You know, like do something that a dad <laughs> would do. Like, well, like how many broken windows does it take? Cause she keeps like busting windows out until like, <laughs> you know, the deputy's like, maybe I should go get the boss. Well, <laughs> finally she's she's broken like eight windows already. She will. Yeah, her. She's on <laughs> her period. Is that grand theft now? Do I need to? Okay. Let's go get you some know, dust, I thought boys. Was fu- <laughs> yeah, exactly. I thought everything over on the other side of the street was going well until they put those bars on a window. And then I thought everything is certainly fine in their house. That's very a very safe. normal, very, very easy thing to understand. Okay, yeah. It's going to raise the property values because they're going to think it's safe. I like it. I'm going to get some bars for my room. Uh, it's like they're trying to keep their children in the house. And never leave. Mm. Mm. This is also right before she tucks uh, her mom into bed. <laughs> I love that Ugh. scene of the mom taking the swig, like a fake swig of vodka <laughs> from like the fucking like the closet or whatever the fuck yeah. it's in. She's got bottles yeah, head all over the house. It's like the <laughs> linen, it's like a linen closet. Yeah. It's like, oh my God. No, You're she- inside of the toilet and bags. Like it's just everywhere. Better be safe than sorry. Am I right, Nancy? Where's <laughs> my toilet booze? <laughs> gulp, gulp, gulp. I don't have any problems going to sleep because I always black out before I go to bed. Freddie can't get hey, into the only way to do it. Freddie can't get into blackouts, Nancy. <laughs> <laughs> well, that would be well, great. Yeah, Fre- Freddie goes into the dream and Freddie's also like shit faced. He's like, oh fuck. Yeah. <laughs> well, I think everything sideways. You're on to something because isn't it in like the, the a Nightmare on Elm Street three where? Nancy is the psychologist, right? Yeah. Yep. And she's, yeah, she's taking drugs so she doesn't dream. So, mm, yeah. boom, ipso facto. There you oh, go. you mean Nightmare on Elm Street 3, Dream Warriors? Oh, yeah, Dream Warriors. Dream Warriors? <laughs> dream Warriors? Oh, oh Jesus my God. fucking goddamn. Amazing. Yeah. Amazing. Yeah. Great movie. It was something. All right. It was something. We did that. We did that episode. We did. Yep. And John Gabrus will never be back. all right so then we have the final showdown where nancy brings freddie back into the real world and the surreal horror film turns into a dark lit home alone movie with freddie getting bashed by a hammer then falling down the stairs and then getting lit on fire and falling down even more stairs which is all accompanied by some great 80 yard freddie yells of him just going (laughs) (laughs) i The roars were amazing. I was watching with subtitles on. She kept, she kept saying roar. And I was like, I am going to lose my fucking mind if I see this one one more time. Roar. <laughs> oh, God. Yep. Yeah. So then one, Nancy and her, you want to. No, I'm just, I was just going to say he just he, once again, he's been drinking the whole movie. Not very coordinated <laughs> on this chase. Not in the fucking least. He is extremely uncoordinated in a fucking mess once you bring him to the real world, which is great. I do like the fact that like. Mm. I mean, you say he like is a that. five yeah. foot eight, 145 pound man. So then you bring him into the real world. He hasn't, he can't do anything. He just like 15 year old girls are peeing the shit out of him. <laughs> and, like, and like hurting his feelings and shit. Yes, <laughs> yeah. I don't even, I don't even care about you anymore. It's like, get that back. What did you do? Fuck. It's a shame. Fuck I you. Killed my mom and everybody else. Give me my hat color. back. Give me my hat back. Gets, he gets his hat back. Gets his hat back. You guys suck. <laughs> so that Honestly. actually was 
That was an original. So Peter Jackson, you know, the from the Lord of the Rings, he wrote a script for Nightmare on Elm Street, like one of the last ones back in the nineties. And like his whole premise was is that Freddy was so weak that like kids would just go into the dream world just to fuck with him. <laughs> <laughs> that needs to come back. Someone needs to that get would be that. Great. Oh, yeah. I'd love the shit out of that, dude. That'd be fucking great. They turned it down. It's like, oh, I'm sure New Line's regretting that. Oh, my God. Well, yeah. <laughs> I mean, fucking Freddy versus Jason did so well. Yeah. But just a Freddy Krueger movie directed by Peter Jackson. Anyway. So, Nancy and her dad, they find a flaming Freddy smothering Nancy's mom in bed. So, the dad throws blankets atop of him, which then makes uh, Freddy disappear. And the shard mannequin mom just sink into a blue vat of smoke. Uh, I don't know what the fuck's happening there. Wait, so you're so back to your point of him just like sucking ass when he's in the real world. He's literally smothering her with a pillow. Like that's what you got, <laughs> yeah, Mister Fucking right. Knives for Hands, and you're just smothering someone with a pillow. What is this? A nursing home? Just I'm telling you, greatest slasher fucking, killer in history. The hand knives don't work. The hand knives don't work. <laughs> you didn't. This goes back to Tim's yeah. original point. He's you like, I can't see, break these fingers again. Yeah, you didn't see the hands where like they were taped together, right? There's some nurse taking together very because much. they got dislocated three more times to try to stab somebody. He's got weak fingers. It's very much the Treehouse of Horror from The Simpsons where Ned Flanders is using that Freddy glove just to like make bush like <laughs> ornaments and make yeah. decorations. He's just doing this. Yeah, those things, those things aren't to facilitate Freddy Krueger's murder. He's just a big bonsai tree uh, enthusiast. Oh. <laughs> That's a tough pursuit. Very dedicated to bonsai. Yeah, it's a tough pursuit. Yeah, yeah. Most people don't so, know uh, Freddy Krueger's Asian. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah, all the all the yep. fucking third degree burns are from his body. Take <laughs> that! Take that! You woke pieces of shit. <laughs> you hear me, right wingers? I'm just like you. I also hate Asians. Yeah, just like you, right wingers. My words. Yeah. <laughs> Deep fake. Let the, let the hate flow through you. <laughs> <laughs> yes, let the racism flow through you. <laughs> so Freddie, he uh, stretches out of the bed sheets and Nancy just flips a script on him and says that uh, she doesn't believe him anymore, which makes him just vanish into thin air. Just hurts his feelings. That was Honestly, there is nothing Ugh. scarier than a prepubescent fucking like girl. They are right to the bone. Dude, mean. Everything wrong with you? She cut to the core immediately. Yeah, she was like a mean girl. She's like, Freddie, you are nothing. No one even likes you. You are nothing to me. (laughs) She just became the mean girl. Yeah. It was just like, oh. Only reason why people come over your house, Freddie, is because your parents give them booze. (laughs) (laughs) It's not true. (laughs) People like me for my jokes. (laughs) People like my in-your-face attitude. (laughs) My fashion sense. So I take it back. That was the scariest scene in the entire fucking movie. <laughs> it's the teenage girl talking down to yeah. him. Yeah. Yeah. To the you point that he tell. literally just vanishes in thin air. <laughs> yeah, maybe I had a hard time in high school. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> so to wrap up the movie, Nancy opens the bedroom door and steps into the bright and foggy outside. I like that it's foggy because of all the smoke from inside the house. But um, <laughs> And now her mom's alive and she says, I'm going to stop drinking. I just don't feel like it anymore. That's exactly <laughs> so, how it works. Yep, so, so that's how it works. Mm, Cold yep, turkey. It sure. won't kill you. Yep. It's fine. As and then, uh, Nancy jumps. Uh, I was going to say, as someone who got sober, 
Every every addict's bottom is Freddy Krueger. <laughs> <laughs> I too stopped drinking after Freddy Krueger tried to smother me with the blanket with the pillow. <laughs> I I thought I was sinking into a just a blue abyss of nothing in my bed, but I was just hey, really having to spin super bad. <laughs> go, go to any like the spins. Go to any AA meeting. You know they're just like some guys up there. Yeah, you know. I sold my car for booze. My daughter won't talk to me anymore. My wife left me. I lost my job. This is kind of back. You seen Freddy Krueger yet? No. <laughs> Come back to us when you're ready to talk. <laughs> uh, give me your fucking tokens. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Jesus Christ! I want to talk about Rock Bond for that for that mom. She's like, <sighs> I murdered a child killer. I got divorced. I locked my daughter inside of her house with just a bunch of armored bars. <laughs> <laughs> like you really did hit Rock Bond, Jesus Christ! <laughs> <laughs> Seriously, <laughs> putting vodka in my coffee in the morning at the day after my my daughter's best friend was brutally murdered, and I told her to go to school. <laughs> that was a, that was Zach. That's an interesting point. Is that all of the parents are very interested in their kids not going to school? I mean, granted, like they're you know, their one of their friends yeah. was murdered on the ceiling, but still, like, what are you what are you going to school for? Like, why do you, you don't love need that. that? You could be a cop on the force in two years, under Just eighteen. I had something <laughs> set up just for Bill for that whole that whole scene because the cop kind of looks like Bill a little bit too, the dad. Yeah. And just, just thinking like that, that is something that Bill would say. It'd be the opposite though. Be like, what the hell are you doing? Not going to school. Did you die yesterday? No. Then why is he in school? <laughs> yeah. Insane. You should be taking the MCAS every day. <laughs> All right. Yeah. But uh, let's see. Yeah. The mom says she's going to stop drinking. And then Nancy jumps into a red convertible with all of her dead friends. And this movie has a nice, happy ending. But then Freddy's colored, uh, a Freddy colored convertible top just clamps down. Going back to the old school, which I couldn't read anymore. Uh, clamps down and takes off with the kids trapped inside and screaming while Freddy grabs a life-size cutout of Nancy's mom and pulls her through the door window <laughs> as the movie then ends. So I'm really happy that you started yep. doing Hooked on Phonics, Max. Um, but that I just was... Didn't, I just don't drink as much <laughs> before the show now. That's yeah, that, you know, it helps for all of us. Hold on, let me just get my glasses back on. Here. Yeah, there you go. Max, that's just that's a glass full of scotch. Yeah, Yeah, right. What'd I say? Glasses, right? (laughs) But this was, that was like the invention of like, you know what? We could do a couple more of these. We need some extra money. You know, perfect. We're setting it up for like the next second one, the third one, the fourth one, the fifth one, the sixth one, the seventh one. Freddy shows up. And then we're going to do a full reboot in the 2000s because the country needs it. Like, mm-hmm. let's, let's do a reboot. That's awful. And then we just don't do another one after that. I have never yep, seen you fair. so disappointed in my life mm-hmm. living with you for four, fuck, three, four fucking years as you coming back from seeing the reboot. Just like <laughs> on Thursday upset, night at midnight. Upset. Ugh. Ugh. Yeah. The movie was not good. Ugh. The only good thing they had in that movie is that apparently if you stay awake for too long, like your brain will just shut off for like a few seconds at a time. And they use that in the movie. So like even when they're awake, Freddie will just like pop in for a second. And that was cool. Yeah. That's, that's, that's that's it. Yeah. Yeah. But that's like the only good thing that we could like add to that movie with like science is like, oh yeah, we figured this out after we kept a fucking couple kids up for like, you know, you know, like six days. Just yeah. to see what would happen. <laughs> just, you know. Don't worry. It was a mental health institution. Oh. There's, there's no need for a reboot. They should have just done another sequel with Robert England. 
Yeah. That's just yeah. my opinion. That would have been nice. I mm-hmm. still haven't seen Indeed. any of them. I mean, I've seen the first one and the third one at this point, so I'm doing real which well. Is, which is funny, because that is kind of like, this, the third one is basically a sequel to the first one. The second one is uh, super homo, uh, homoerotic. Nice. <laughs> really? That's a lot of gay undertones. That's the one I want to huh. see. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. There's Next like S and like an S and M bar, and there's like like naked asses getting like spanked and stuff. It's just like whoa. Yeah. What is this? Sounds like my Thursday yeah. nights. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so you sounds like Timmy down at the machine and in, in the fence. Oh man! Back when the machine was still there, <laughs> I knocked it down for a condo building. Boo! Yeah. Bring back the S and M gay bar. Where where am I gonna where am I gonna show up to in my Freddie Mercury getup and pretend that uh, I'm only there that I was brought there with a female friend who I was been in the bathroom for eight hours. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Any other thoughts before we get into trivia? Um, it's not scary. <laughs> Bill, Bill, if you're listening, it's not scary. I think it's scary. Uh, but I will. Everything's fine, Bill. But I will agree with you, Bill, is that it's not a good movie. I don't like it. Uh, I think it's a good movie. Well, excuse me. It's, it. It, no, it's a good movie, but I don't. I still don't like it. It's so, very rewatchable. I'm trying movie, to. Con- I'll, I'll watch it in my entire life. I'll, I'll be watching this when I'm in my 50s, 60s. Max, I'm trying to connect with Bill on an emotional level here, okay? Because there's <laughs> no other way. Anger. That you've already, yeah, you've, yeah, already three, missed, yeah, you've already missed the boat. You said an emotional level. <laughs> if Bill was listening to this on his like miniature like you know crank recording, Taylor's like, "Oh, why the hell can't I play this damn thing?" So like, oh, uh, I'm not doing this. He's just breaking the recording. He's like, "These 35s don't work." Just throw the rest of it away. It's like, okay, Bill, how'd you get a podcast onto us? You know? Oh, doesn't doesn't Max <laughs> send, really doesn't loud. Max send him like Flintstone style uh, rock rock records or something? He's got like a that? photograph. <laughs> yeah. you know, so don't you have a bird that just talks real quick? You know, also makes a cement and you know yeah, the bird flies over here. To be- <laughs> and then the bird regurgitates everything into a microphone. That's how we get Bill's audio every week. Yeah. Again, I thought it was pretty clear. Here. Apparently, Satan has taken over Maine, by the way. I found a Christian forum today during that text chat where I was like, I want to see if there's anything I can get a rise out of out of Bill. <laughs> Tim took care of the rest for me, clearly. Um, but <laughs> I, was, I just saw, first thing, I said, Satan in Maine, first thing, Christian forum. Satan has taken over Maine with our governor and yada, 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 yada. It was simply. Yeah. Well, there was actually a, a satanic church that did something... I don't know. It's because of Texas, that abortion law in Texas, they like, this is some, there's a satanic church of Maine did something to provoke, uh, the, uh, <laughs> they killed them. a bunch of babies. <laughs> <laughs> Sounds about right. Yeah. Good for them. Uh, okay. Time for trivia. The role of Glenn played by John Depp was originally offered to Charlie Sheen, but he turned it down because he wanted more money. Honestly, Charlie Sheen would have <sighs> been better. You just wanted to see him with that midriff. That's all. No, I wanted to see him with just all that HIV positive tiger blood just flying out of the bed. (laughs) Jesus Christ. God damn. This movie would have turned into Freddy versus Charlie real quick. (laughs) Real fast. (laughs) Who could be crazier? Charlie would win. Yeah, Charlie would win. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, what would Charlie Sheen's dream look like? Jesus. Uh, well, yeah, I guess you can mash together the first Let's and the imagine. second, you know, Freddy movies and you'd be good to go. Why don't he we just dream just about it, gang? Freddy. Dream. Dream big. Dream. 
Uh, as mentioned earlier, Freddy Krueger is based off of uh, Wes Craven's life. So he had a bully growing up named Freddy. Uh, the town drunk that used to scare him wore a fedora like Freddy wears in this. Um, he was inspired to make the movie after reading about a group of teenage refugees uh, with one of them who had died in their sleep after suffering from disturbing nightmares. From the Cambodian killing fields. That's where they escaped yeah, so from. Yeah, granted, they're in a refugee Rouge. camp. Yeah, yeah, it's really bad. Yeah, don't read those books. That's rough shit. Yeah. yeah. And then Freddy's Claws inspired by the fear of his own cat claws, <laughs> as well as late night infomercials that sold uh, sets of knives. Nothing good comes from late night infomercials. Nothing. 1981, 1982 infomercials. Oh my God. Yeah. You gotta be a real dark uh, place to room? get this out from infomercials. <laughs> <laughs> he's just looking at his cat and then looking at infomercials he's like yes killing children I should I should write a movie about this <laughs> he's like what <laughs> uh, the boiler room was a real boiler room in the basement of a now defunct Lincoln Heights jail in LA yeah. Wow. yeah. nice yeah awesome and love it that jail um, it was known for holding Al Capone at one point and then also um, having the bloody Christmas beatings where on uh, LA Confidential did this in their movie too, like inspiration for it. But in uh, 1952, a bunch of LAPD officers who were drunk at a Christmas party just beat the shit out of like a bunch of Mexicans that were in jail. Oh, heartwarming yep. story. Oh. Lovely. Yeah. Wow. That's where they filmed that. Love it. Love it. But you want to know wow, what, guys? So got- There's no problems with the police. There's none. Nah. There's never been a problem with no. the police. No. Ever. <laughs> okay. Of course not. Support your men in blue. Thin blue line. Ignore everything. My note here is just it's dot dot dot, which is also known for at the time as a casual Tuesday night. Yeah. 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 You know. In a jail where syphilis is just bubbling out of the walls. Yeah, that's great. Yeah. Uh it took three hours to apply Freddie's makeup. That's awesome. Yeah, it's a long time, man. Yeah. It's a long time. It's too he was, long. He was only had Freddie only had seven minutes of screen time in this movie. That was a, lot a of fucking wild fact. <laughs> yeah, that crazy. They kept him out. That's the old school horror shooting, though. Is one of the other things that I'll give this is that it was like you didn't need to show the scary monster or whatever. Could you, you imagine you just being didn't Robert, need to do it? It's like Jaws. Yeah. Could yeah. You imagine Alien. Being, I mean, all of it. You know, Robert England. He's been in some of like the biggest movies of all time, and he's like, like nothing. <laughs> He was starring in V at the time. He was playing one of the aliens on V. No shit. He was in the original V. Huh? Yeah. Huh? Yep. Yep. All right. Let's see. Over 500 gallons of fake blood was used in this movie. Okay. Mm -hmm. I could believe that figure based on the amount of blood I witnessed this entire (laughs) thing. The body count is only four. Yeah. You know what, that's like fair. Like, you don't need to murder everybody. No. Like, you have a small cast, like a small group of people you focus on, and like, basically everybody dies, really. Like, everybody of like, that is of like, of consequence in a weird way. Except for like, the dad, uh, everybody yeah. that you really know is like, murdered. Fred, and then Freddy kills the dad and Nancy in the third movie, so he gets them all eventually. <laughs> yeah, exactly. He's the, he's the real winner, so. Yeah. yeah, he is the winner. It just goes to show you, kids, <laughs> persistent pay, persistence pays off. Mm-hmm. Some Slow people with knives one days, but but not forever. <laughs> That's you know it's a it's a saying that I want to pass on to my kids. If at first you don't succeed trying to kill high school chicks, try try again. <laughs> stab 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 again. 
Uh, the girl that was skipping rope in the end of the movie, she actually lived in the house that Tina lived in in this movie. Oh, so they just... Okay, so, oh, good for happy, her. Happy incident yeah. to have a creepy little girl. <laughs> yep. Wow. <laughs> little uh, weird one degree of separation here. So Ronnie Blakely, that's who plays Nancy's mom in this. So um, she starred in Robert Altman's movie Nashville, where she was nominated for an Oscar. And then in 2010, Connie Britton played the role of Nancy's mom, and then she went on the star in a TV show, Nashville. She did both. Weird. Wow. Weird. Mm-hmm. They both, both, like both Nashville and both Nightmare on Elm Street moms. Yep. Nice. Huh. All mm-hmm. right. I like that connection. Yep. Okay. Yep. That's yep. cool. Indeed. And then uh, I got a little fun fact here. So this is the last one. Heather Lanningkamp, who plays Nancy. She's still in the industry. She does some occasional acting. Um... But she's also had a second career as a special effects makeup artist for movies like Cabin in the Woods, Evan Fuck Almighty, yeah. Cinderella Man, and Dawn of the Dead. Dude, okay, so nice. she's badass. All right, so, okay, yeah. that's, that's nice. awesome. Because those movies then, got some fucking creepy crawly uh, shit in them, too. Mm. And her husband's won two makeup Oscars. He won for uh, Men in Black and The Nutty Professor. A <sighs> real 180 nice. degree uh, difference between the, the movies they work on. but also like doing cabin in the woods but you're doing cabin in the woods and then you have like the original nancy like applying your makeup for a scene in which like you're all cut up and bloody it's pretty cool that's badass dude yeah Yeah. she's fucking she's dark dude Mm -mm. she's the one with the real drinking problem that we just didn't get to see (laughs) she also also narrates like the eight hour documentary for this whole franchise too hell yeah it's called never sleep again watched it a couple is it really eight hours it's something it's I don't know if it's eight hours the the Friday the 13th documentary is like eight hours long oh, but really? I think mm. that one is like f- maybe five mm. I might be okay. over exaggerating a little bit she might have been able to finance a house with that shit dude yeah. Yeah, I think she's doing alright also this movie was shot in 32 days that's impressive it's that's fucking awesome. wild that yeah, they for got a movie that is in. still like watched every single day by somebody on this planet like Seriously. it is a movie that'll be around forever there's like, like West Craven, and then there's like Clint Eastwood that can like pump this shit out that fast. Where they're just like waste. Yeah, nah, we don't need that. Mm-mm. Yeah, yeah, indie indie director. I guess that's probably why. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Also, yeah. I like that the uh, the Freddy sweater colors, including the same thing that the uh, the 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 soft top for the convertible at the end of the yeah. movie. Those colors apparently are like scientifically designed to just like unsettle you like your brain has a little bit of trouble just like dealing with the colors in some way where it's like let me place that like just enough to like throw you off kilter kind of like how the color red apparently like you know raises your blood pressure kind of a thing yep super cool same thing with the colors in mcdonald's they have them colored a certain way to make you want to leave because they don't want people hanging out (laughs) and and, and standing around be like no just get your fast food get the fuck out i thought the fucking pedo clown did that for everybody already yeah Yeah, there's a reason why he's still in there doesn't work on me i can't remember what it was but i remember i was when i was like looking at colleges like you know at the end of like high school i remember one call i think it was i don't know I think it was Stonehill in like Massachusetts. They like, oh, they were giving the tour and they're like, actually, they they did like a scientific analysis to like find like the most disgusting color in the library so that people would focus on their reading. So people wouldn't get bored and like look at the walls because there would be like the color would be so like unsettling or like, you know, ugly or not, whatever. You don't want to look at it mm-hmm. that you would like focus on your studies. And it was this like yellowy 
yellowy color. And I was like, yeah, it is kind of gross, but I don't think it's so repulsive that I'd be like, oh, I must study calculus. <laughs> like, yeah. hold on, let me. If anything, like, it's going to make you not want to go into the yeah, library. I was say, there's a lot of yeah. other, there's a lot of, other out of uh, outcomes that could come from painting it that, that don't involve <laughs> people getting better grades. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, correct. They do a case study so in which stupid. when they painted the library, they they realized that the entire school's GPA went down like point two zero. It's like, oh, what shit. if the color just made everyone go crazy and they're like, this just like Stonehill is just a campus of insane people. And they're like, what could possibly be causing this? I go back to the library. <laughs> what? It's two o'clock in the morning. I have to study. <laughs> it's like Jesus Christ. Perfect. It's something about that library it makes people crazy. Just making people go mad. Mad, I tells you. All right, let's move into the <laughs> next question. Who is your favorite and least favorite in this? Um, I'll go first. Mm. My favorite is Nancy's dad, the lieutenant. Do you mm. want to know why? Yeah. Because he's got a real goddamn job. He's the only one with a fucking job in this movie. I'm like that fucking lush mom. God damn it! Get a job. <laughs> why? And first of all, why? Why do these kids have so much? In second, why do these kids have so much goddamn free time? They should be working at like some ice cream parlor or something like that. That would. You want to know what? They should that would probably save him from Freddy Krueger. <laughs> <laughs> Makes sense. Um, my least favorite, Nancy. Kind of wish she died. Yeah. Yeah. Watch Once the third again. one. Yeah, eventually, Freddy gets yeah. her. It's all right. Yeah, he'll get her eventually. Persistence, three years. It's, it's gonna take you three years, but he'll he'll get it. Yeah, yeah. Um, I'll go next. Um, I'll say my favorite is Freddy, based on my theory that he's the real good guy, <laughs> and that all these people he's killing is uh, <laughs> they're, they're future Hitlers. Um, yep. I'll go with that. I, candidly, um, my least favorite character. I I, I want to say Nancy because I think she's the worst, but I'll actually just I'll just go with Tina. Because Tina's just, she's the one who's starting this whole thing. Just keep, you know, keep your dream business to yourself and don't drag everybody else down with you. Getting everyone getting murdered or driving your best friend fucking nuts and, you know, exposing her life to just pure hell and pure misery. She was doing fine before she met you. Yeah. Tell him. (laughs) And stop faking it with Rod. We all know. Yeah. Yeah. It's not that good. Well, maybe it is. Oh, God. He's so God. Now I got to know. jealous I didn't get some of that. He's such a bad boy. I mean, I hear he's a, he's a fucking jungle man in the sack. Mm-hmm. Straight from the mouth of babes. Um, my favorite uh, is Freddy. Um, I'm going to piggyback a little bit off the fact that, yeah, because he killed date rape. I like that. You know, Ramrod with his fucking oyster knife. Blade. That was good. Yeah, Ramrod. Yeah, <laughs> chicken fucker. Um, <laughs> my least favorite, though, is Nancy's mom. Um, I couldn't handle it. I just couldn't. It, it's like, because all the vodka um, with far too many volumes just does not make uh, a good good character. Um, my favorite is going to be Nancy's dad. And then my least favorite is just, I guess, just the Thompson girls. Just... Nancy and and the mom just yeah not that good no good Marge I feel like the mom yeah. was she was acting more like she was on oxy than booze maybe she was hence hence my volume comment yeah yeah, yeah. there was something in there it that was dopey. very like Ooh. yeah dopey not <laughs> sl- not slurring just more just like yeah. when she hit on her daughter when she came in 
to the to the house after putting all of the bars on the windows and was like, "You like it? Let's go in the basement and kiss." <laughs> <laughs> We're way ahead of our time here. <laughs> Don't worry, this is going to be number one on Pornhub in like forty years. It's great. <laughs> What's porn and Pornhub? Nah, don't worry about it. Yeah, Freddie will tell you no, 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 in your worry. dreams. <laughs> Just come in the fucking basement. <laughs> so I, I didn't do any casting what ifs, but there were a couple of like potential ones. And apparently um, one of the actresses who was in the running for Nancy was Courtney Cox. Oh, man. Mm. Yabinos. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? Mm. I guess. <laughs> Look at all four of us just light up Ooh. on the camera here. <laughs> like, whoa. Uh, uh. Yeah. Well, could be. Monica, huh? Yeah. I'm gonna I'm gonna go do some research after this. Well, it's funny because then Wes Craven eventually got her for the Scream movies. Uh, like she had auditioned for this, and uh, I guess they liked her, but they liked what's her name better. She was at this point she was only famous for doing the uh, the Dancing in the Dark Bruce Springsteen uh, music video when she's doing the Carlton dance. <laughs> oh Jesus! That was the same mm, year in '84. Yeah. And then apparently uh, Demi Moore auditioned for this movie, which I do not believe because there's no way in hell Heather Camp would have got the role over Demi Moore. Yeah, she was famous at that point. Also, like Demi Moore can cry on the spot. Like that was one issue that that Nancy had is that there was never any tears or they weren't like even heavy. You know, like she's supposed to be upset and she just... just, Also, Demi Moore is way... Well, I mean... Mm -hmm. That too. <laughs> Tips is case and point. I rest my yep. case. That's it. Thank you. I, maybe she just asked for too much money like Charlie. Maybe she had a drug problem that nobody knows about. I mean, maybe, perhaps. Kind of she definitely had a drug problem. That's huh. nice, yeah. Yeah. Okay. Did we judge people anyway. for that in 87? Like that. Yeah. Probably not. No, nah, it's normal. <laughs> yeah. normal. All right, time for the hold my popcorn ratings. Prepare to be judged. What's your rating? I still have it in here. What's your rating for Space Jam? <laughs> yeah, but what about Welcome it? to the Space Jam. All right, all right. When Michael Jordan's dreaming, playing basketball with his dad, and he stretches his arm all the way out, and then Freddie comes over and just chops it off, and he loses the big game. <laughs> and Michael Jordan destroys Freddie Krueger because he lost. <laughs> yes. Mm-hmm. And Jordan's like, I still got another hand, motherfucker, and just dunks on the other hand. <laughs> Jordan 100, Freddy 0. Um, my rating is, this uh, This is, I mean, just based on what Max said right there, my rating is uh, Jordan versus Freddy would be a much better move in the movie than Jason versus Freddy. Freddy versus That's my Michael, rating. Not Michael Myers, Michael Jordan. Imagine Y'all Michael Jordan just like showing up and just like ripping arms off and shit, just like picking these just kids up, twist the head off. Like, oh, Mike. <laughs> he's much more brutal than Freddy. He's just killing all the kids. Just playing one on one. Yeah. Oof. You're killing them. Stop it, Michael. <laughs> Do you think you could score a point against me? Well, I mean, I guess it depends on how long we played. Did. <laughs> just smothers them with a basketball. Yeah. <laughs> oh god, I love it. Um, I'll go next. I'll say I'll give it the um I'll get four deaths that, you know, may may not, you know, 
you know, terrible, but, you know, probably for the best over the billions and billions of people saved because Freddy Krueger is the true hero, <laughs> saving us from all these billions of little Hitlers. That's the real answer. He's the real <laughs> I'll go to my grave, go to my Freddy grave, and he's the real hero saving us all from Everyone. these... Uh, Terrible people. Everyone's backing you up here. Even Max was saying, Nancy didn't cry once. You're on to yeah. some shit. Remorseless. Mm-hmm. She's a psychopath. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, a, yeah, she's faking it. <laughs> I give this one missed Bill Murray cameo out of five human garbage disposals sprinkled with a happy Halloween seasoning. Oh. Mm. Very, very seasonal. I like mm. that. I like mm-hmm. that. Crunchy. I'm gonna I'm gonna give us zero bitches by Freddie. No, no, Very surprising. you got one. You got <laughs> one. Let's call somebody a bitch. There was one. It's when he was like he like came out the window. He's like coming out of like a like a, like a pile of leaves or something in like the front yard. And the only reason I caught it is because the subtitles got it, and I got a bitch, and that was it. Bitch. There was one, but it wasn't Damn a good God. one. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Only All one. Right, so I'll revise that. One surprise. One surprising bitch from Freddie. <laughs> Out of um, one-on-one Freddy versus Michael in which MJ is just fucking nuts in Freddy's face dunking over him. Vince Carter, Olympic 2001, Olympic style. Yep. Doing a, doing a rap disc like Shaq talking to Kobe. Saying, hey, Kobe, how my nuts taste? <laughs> right after that. Um, yeah. All right. Ooh. We don't have to do social media shout outs, do we? <laughs> nope, because we don't fucking have any. Because we've had an episode in like a yeah, month. Yeah, it's fine. Even the fans are on hiatus. All of our tens of fans. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. All right. Any uh, closing thoughts? Um, my closing thought is, Bill. Hello. <laughs> <laughs> That's my closing thought. Hmm. My closing uh-huh. thought is, Bill. Goodbye. <laughs> my closing thought is that it's fucking Halloween season everybody go out there and watch a fucking horror movie one a week that's all you need to do one a week get into the season <laughs> I've been watching some of the Hammer films that go to bed they get in the season which are like the 1950s like the Peter Cushing and uh, what's his name Christopher Lee Dracula movie oh, wow. which you get two oh, future Star Wars nice. people in it mm. yeah Nice. Yep, yep. All I have to say is fuck you, Bill. How dare you <laughs> not come and talk to us on this podcast? Here, here, Mike. He watched here, a here. horror That's movie a- and then didn't come didn't, on. I know to talk about it and. <clears throat> That's going to haunt him. From what from what I know about Bill, it's going to haunt him for I days. mean, real talk, guys. Real talk. The movie. Bill, I think we actually need to have an intervention with Bill. Because Bill has succumbed Uh-oh. to, like, the devil's cruelest trick, which is being a loving, responsible family man <laughs> who is will, you know, put aside his, you know, desire to hang out with his friends and uh, shit talk. Freddy Krueger and actually like attend to his family. And this, that's the, that's the devil's cruelest, most pernicious trick. So I'm, I think we need to, uh, we need to make, you know, we need to make it known. Bill, it's either us or your family. I thought you were, 
I thought you were going to say the devil's cruelest trick was just like, oh yeah, he had children. No, that's true. That's true, though. That's true. <laughs> the devil's cruelest trick was having Bill reproduce. Yeah, it's like, yikes, jeez. Bill uh, is definitely listening. Oh, not, no, 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 no. Not, not Bill specifically. I'm talking about just like the act of having a family. The devil's cruelest trick. <laughs> very, very yeah. disturbing. I wasn't really paying attention. I was, I was answering work emails. I'm sorry. <laughs> Careful, I think that's getting us closer to the woke list. Apparently all the woke people are Uh-oh. against having families. So Can't have that. No, no. Tim, say something racist. <laughs> and that's the show. We'll see you guys <laughs> next time. Jason <laughs> 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 Smuckers. Correct. Later. Correct. Goodbye. Hey, baby.